Thanks for downloading episode 12 of the SAP UK podcast. Today we'll be revisiting our COVID-19 social collaboration that we covered back in episode 6 last year. I'm joined by EY Agility Works to discuss how their innovation has progressed since the launch. Last spring, when we're in the midst of the first wave of the COVID pandemic, SAP joined forces with some of its most trusted partners in a unique social collaboration. The aim was to harness the power of technology to help tackle the biggest challenges faced by the NHS and other key workers. If you want to find out more, make sure you download episode six of the podcast, which can be found in the show notes. I'm pleased to say that since we recorded that episode, a lot of progress has been made and we're going to focus on one of those innovations today. So for this episode, I am joined by Kate Waterton, who's the SAP Alliances Director, Chris Gant, Global Lead for the Proximity Monitor Solution, and Gareth Ryan, Director of SAP Technology, all from our partner EY Agility Works. We're also joined by Sahel Mohammed, Principal Architect for the Business Technology Platform, and Umar Khan, Head of Strategic Programs Amir North from SAP. So we're all here to have a chat about the work that's been done. Thanks everyone for joining the show. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of the project itself, Kate, can you start by telling us what being one of the winning ideas meant to EY Agility Works? I understand you also just won an SAP Innovation Award for your project. Yes, thank you, Adam. So we have indeed just won an SAP Innovation Award for this very uh, EY Proximity Monitor solution. Um, We also recently won an SAP Partner Excellence Award for our COVID-19 response work. And actually just last month also won two Pinnacle Awards, including BTP Partner of the Year. So obviously we're really thrilled by this recognition. Um, We've been proud SAP partners for years now, both as EY and as EY Agility Works, and have always been focused on the innovation agenda. Um, I'd say it's driven our partnership. It's been our differentiator. It's core to everything we've ever done. And our teams have been working in this space pre-BTP, pre-SCP, pre-SAC. So now actually being able to leverage this innovation to do some good and to help is something we're all really, really proud of, be it with this social collaboration initiative through our COVID-19 response work and more specifically our EY proximity monitor solutions. So it was clear to us to partner with SAP on an issue that was so important, so global and impacting so many people. And it aligned really well with our experience of bringing the great and the good of SAP together. I think also ultimately this pandemic was and continues to be really personal to many of us. We've all had key workers at home and the family amongst friends, and it's really brought home the opportunity to actually make a difference. So Kate, they're fantastic to get an overview of what that what means for EY, but I, I heard a few uh, acronyms there. So um, did someone want to talk through what those mean just to help help the audience understand some of the technologies we're referencing there? Yeah, th- thanks, Adam. Um, I think you've hit on an important point there that the world of SAP, uh, it's uh, proliferated with lots of three letter acronyms. Um, So I think SCP is probably the one at the core there. So for those who've been around SAP technology for a little while, um, SCP was was the SAP cloud platform. It it originated as the HANA cloud platform when it was first sort of released and launched uh, and essentially was the as its name suggests, the platform running in the cloud that that offers all of the sort of the development, the extension, the innovation capabilities around the SAP landscape. And, and, you know, part of the the story now is that that's evolved again and it's been 
um, replaced or it's become, if you like, the, the BTP, another nice acronym, the, the Business Technology Platform. And, and this has now become the, you know, the main umbrella of capabilities, of technologies, of cloud platforms and databases and analytics capabilities from SAP, all working together to, to extend and, and sit around the SAP and, and indeed non-SAP landscapes. So, so for us, and I think as, as Kate alluded, you know, we've been working this working with this uh, since the very early days, since it was HANA Cloud Platform. You know, we've followed, we've enjoyed the the evolution, uh, and I guess, you know, for many who've been around the world of SAP for a long time, around the world of development, you, you might consider it's kind of a, a successor to what was the old sort of Netweaver platform. I, I'd argue it's it's less of an evolution and more of an evolution in that it's completely different offers so many different things. And, you know, I think as this as this conversation continues, we'll get a little bit more into maybe some of that lineage, but also probably more importantly, you know, the new developments, the capabilities, and, you know, explicitly what we've used from the business technology platform in relation to, to the social collaboration initiative. And then of course, the what became the proximity monitor. Good stuff. Thank you, Gareth. Um, Chris, from your side, so you're the, the global lead for the proximity monitor solution. Did you want to tell us a bit about from your side um, what it's meant uh, within EY to, to participate with SAP on this project? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Adam. And you know, I, I think the first thing I want to say is that you know we're immensely proud within EY to have won uh, this Global SAP Innovation Award. I think from, from my perspective, there's nothing better than getting recognition from the, the market. And, you know, in this case from SAP around what we're doing, what we're achieving, and, you know, the progress we're kind of making as a solution and, and, and the value that that is bringing to, to our clients. So, you know, I, I really don't want to uh, underestimate, you know, how proud we are of winning this award because we know how how competitive it was. You know, I think there were over 400 submissions this year from a range of of partners for this award, uh, all bringing forward great ideas and solutions. So, to really come out um, as a winner out of out of all that and and, and get an award is, is is fantastic, and we're really proud about that. I think I think as well one of the things I would say, as somebody who's been involved in this initiative since the very outset, which was really. Uh, which really started back in March last year when the COVID pandemic was really taking a hold, particularly um, in, in, in Europe. You know, I just want to say a few words about how this really came came together, because um, as, as often with these things, you know, it has uh, with, with these initiatives, they have quite unusual um, origins. And I think in this case, the, the COVID pandemic acted as a real catalyst uh, for this, the list collaboration. And strangely enough, we were actually approached by SAP. Um, around around this initiative, and they they literally called us uh, one one Friday afternoon in 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 March and said, "Look, you know the COVID pandemic is kicking in. Why don't we collaborate together and do something that can really and and, and it sounds strange this and altruistic maybe in many ways, but do something that can really help clients and people around the world. And that's that that is honestly how it, how this started. And from that initial call on a Friday afternoon." The idea got uh, socialized, um, sent through various channels, and eventually arrived at both the boards of SAP and EY over the weekend. And by Monday morning, um, we had approval from the boards of SAP and EY to move forward with the initiative. And I always remember the kickoff meeting that we had um, on Tuesday, and then we were off. So it was a really, um, you know, rapid uh, start that we had to this, and, and to get that sort of backing 
from both the leadership of SAP and EY, uh, both so quickly um, and have that so strongly at the outset, uh, was such a powerful uh, incentive for how we kicked the uh, the initiative off. And to be honest, you know, we've 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 grown from there through various uh, different stages of the uh, solution development. So Sahel, I remember last year when you first gave me the call, uh, you had this idea for this social collaboration. You were really passionate about rallying the troops within our partner ecosystem to do good and to look at how we can leverage technology to make a difference within these communities. Now, here we are 13 months on, uh, we've got a fantastic use case here. What does it mean for you both personally and professionally uh, from a business perspective to have our partners such as EY Agility Works making such a significant contribution yeah, absolutely, Adam. It's been an incredible journey. And, you know, I wanted to thank all of the partners that have been involved in this social collaboration. You know, we've we've actually taken that goodwill. As Chris has said, this has been a, an altruistic motive. You know, I remember getting together with Uma and thinking, you know, do we have uh, the right people involved and, and will we actually get some traction off the ground? And Adam, you, you know, those conversations that we were having, we were pre presently surprised. And I think that's the, the best thing about the SAP partner ecosystem. It's that willingness to get involved, that willingness to make a difference. And as we can see here with EYAW, you know, we've had some fantastic success taking those concepts from the COVID-19 social collaboration and really building those into a real solution. And if we cast our mind back, as we said, to, to March, it was a really difficult time as actually, if we think of that initial spark where we were looking at that news article, if you remember Adam about the uh, the NHS worker, um, you know, she'd finished a prolonged number of shifts and just couldn't find anywhere to get food to feed herself and her children. And I think that really helped to galvanize the community together to say, you know, we can actually do something here and make a difference, not just from a technology perspective. So, you know, utilizing the business technology platform, but also from an agility perspective. And, you know, we must remember, we actually set our partners a, a really difficult task. We set out within two weeks to turn around, not just ideas of how to make a difference, but actual real products and solutions. And, you know, there were three key criteria for that social collaboration. The first was vision. The second was the agility. And the third was the ability to execute. And if I think about, this from an SAP perspective, it's really helped us to demonstrate the power of not just our platform in being able to very quickly spin up and create solutions, but also our ecosystem, the knowledge that Gareth, Kate and Chris have spoken about and bring that together in a way that we can really start to make a difference. And I think that's what's really impressive for us here at SAP. Great stuff. Now, Umar, um, from your side, you've, you've worked very closely with Sahel on this. So what's um what's your kind of view as, as to the relationship that's been built with with ey over the last months well first and foremost adam i'd like to congratulate the entire sap partner ecosystem for their great collaboration last year and you know of course Sahel, as you highlighted it's a testament to all of the teams that came together at such short notice to develop these solutions for our key workers and gareth of course you, you and i go back a number of years uh you know we, we often talk about the, the good old NetWeaver days and to where we are today with the business technology platform. And I've seen firsthand the great work that EY Agility Works has done over the years. And you also have your own BTP practice. And of course, you've won a number of awards within this space as well. And, you know, it's incredibly important for SAP that we have partners like EY Agility Works that continue to build these applications on the platform and, you know, help transform our customers to become intelligent enterprises. Great. So I think it's time to hear a bit more about the idea itself. We've, we've heard about the, the sort of impact and the partnership to, to get to this point. So 
Gareth, uh, talking about customers evolving to intelligent enterprises, let's get into the actual nuts and bolts uh, of the idea itself. So can you give us a bit of an overview? It's like, what was the initial idea that you submitted? And then how has this evolved into what we're calling the proximity monitor? Yeah, sure, Adam. And, and I think it builds on a number of the comments already. There's been, there's been some sort of key standout words like collaboration and evolution that probably really apply to, to, to what we've done around this solution. You know, back at the start when, when Sahail and Umar kicked off the social collaboration initiative, um, th- th- those two words, social collaboration, were absolutely key to, to our thinking. Now, in EY Agility Works, we, we, we've done a lot across the, the, the business technology platform capabilities to, to deliver those intelligent enterprise solutions, as you alluded, Adam. Um, and, and for us, it, it was how could we really rapidly sort of pivot from, you know, big business enterprise solutions to something that, and, and again, as Chris and Zahela said, you know, a sort of more altruistic thing for, for the community. Now, you know, at the time, as Kate said, we've got, we've all got members of family, we've got people who are key workers, you know, I myself married to a community nurse, could really relate to the immediate challenges. And we saw that, that bringing together things like analytics, things like uh, sentiment analysis, things like mobile apps. So, you know, in SAP, SAP speak, sorry, things like Qualtrics, things like the cloud platform capabilities and things like uh, Analytics Cloud, they enabled us to kind of create a, a, a sort of community platform or an ability for individuals like key workers and, and, and other people in the community to collaborate, to interact. And that was kind of the seed of the original idea. And um, it was very much, you know, I'm sure we all recall Back at the start, people were worried about getting groceries. People were worried about getting the, you know, the regular medication. People were worried about just, you know, social interaction. It felt like everyone was going into what what evolved into a lockdown. But but everyone was kind of scared. And for us, the the, the platforms in the capabilities in business technology platform allowed us to stand up and create that that collaborative ability really rapidly. And, and then applying our, our experience of, you know, building mobile applications, for example, into the utilities industry, where there's always mobile field workers, um, our, our experience of using analytics to bring data together. And, and of course, all the great stuff around sentiment and, and surveys and, and interaction that the, that the Qualtrics capability brings. That, that was kind of the core of our idea. Um, but again, to the evolution point, we all, we've, all, we've all seen how things have changed over the last 12, 18 months. And indeed, you know, our idea for for what was social collaboration and that became proximity monitor evolved uh, in parallel. We realized that what was almost a, a sort of transactional real time solution at the start needed to start doing more with data. We needed to do we needed to take more of a scientific approach. Uh, and we also knew that, you know, the SAP uh, BTP capabilities would enable us to kind of deal with massive amounts of data gain insight and respond to some of the sort of trends or some of the analytics that we could we could draw from it. So, you know, the line from, from social collaboration to proximity monitor, there are a few key foundations that remain, like the elements of sort of surveys and interaction that from Qualtrics, like using analytics, but, but it kind of evolved into a more um, monitoring and, and enabling management of situations. So, Proximity monitor is more set up to kind of track where people are. Are they interacting? What's the sort of uh, contact levels? Have you got a hotspot in a building or an event? And, and so that that kind of idea has changed gradually. 
Um, I, I think it's fair to say as well that, that we also recognise there was no silver bullet to this, as, as the whole world has found. There was no easy solution. And whilst we had the great SAP technology, we had the great EY Agility Works uh, experience of using that technology, you know, we, we turned to other partners. So uh, an organisation called Forkbeard, who brought some really clever Bluetooth location tracking technology. That was a bit of a game changer as well, because it, it provided the ability for us to do really hyper local um, location tracking. It enabled us to kind of change direction to look at the, the actual tracking of individuals and consider once we're past that initial, how do people collaborate and interact? How do we actually start managing them going around sort of day to day uh, events? How do we start managing the maybe the return to work or or indeed sporting events? Uh, and, and Chris, I, I know you want to build a bit on that. So maybe maybe I hand over to you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks very much, Gareth. And I, I thought you gave, gave a great uh, summary there, actually. And uh, you know, I think it's, you know, one one thing I want to say is that the journey of discovery on these uh, innovation projects are never never straightforward. You know, I think if I look back at the hard work and dedication of the team uh, over the last twelve months, it's really been, you know, a pleasure working with with all these people. You know, whether they're from EY, SAP, Forkbeard, and actually some other third parties as well. And and you know, I think the catalyst for this was what we talked about a few moments ago in terms of the COVID pandemic, the impetus to try and really bring home something was going to help people in the community and then evolving that based on new client you know requirements as the pandemic um, evolved and and as, as Gareth mentioned you know the the breakthrough with Fort Bid technologies was 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 absolutely crucial to that because bringing in technology that could track the proximity of uh, people uh, in terms of how long they're together how near they are time of day uh, the frequency uh, was really just groundbreaking and today you know we've done a lot of work in this market and looked at all different options and we've not come we've not seen anything that comes anywhere close to the technology that Fort Beard provide in this um, positioning uh, technology sense and then to be able to link that to SAP was was also you know pretty pretty groundbreaking as well so to be able to leverage the power of HANA on the cloud to deploy SAP analytics to give real powerful insights to clients around what is going on within their their space or their their location or their event or their stadium or their office you know was was absolutely fantastic and and what I found with the 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 the, the innovation is that um, in, initially when you describe it to people they they tend to focus at the front end of how we collect the data so using wearable devices using mobile apps uh, scanning using bluetooth and and you know really going through all the technicalities of how that works but actually as they progress and then get comfortable with how the technology is working at the front end they start to realize that actually the the true power in the solution is the insights you can get from the data analytics, which is on the digital dashboard um, provided by, by SAP. And, and this is where clients really go, go, wow, this is amazing. I didn't realize this is fully what it did. And actually, as it does that, can you do something else? And we've had so many new ideas from clients that have taken us in new directions and away from 
perhaps the original core use case, which was around social distancing and contact tracing. Uh, but today, you know, we, we were exploring a whole range of new use cases from space management. So, for example, space management. So, um, you know, at the moment, one of the big themes out there is people starting to think to return to, to the offices. Now, you know, there's been a lot of work on vaccines and testing and various other, other measures, but, but actually, you know, you know, I think there is the human behavioral side of people returning to the office and actually giving people confidence to return. So we're now applying the, you know, the solution to, to things like um, monitoring how people use the, the space in an office or a stadium or a factory. Um, how do they flow around uh, that, that space? How do you avoid bottlenecks and, and, and pinch points? Um, how do you help with things like um, safety and security? So there's so many new use cases coming out of this, which are all going to be so relevant in the you know the the post-COVID world that we're now now moving into. So um, I think I think the journey of innovation and discovery has been amazing over the last 12 months and we've learned so much and done so much but I actually think it's the it's it's really the end of the beginning I think this is really going to be the new normal of how we start to develop this technology and this solution for many years to come. We're going to hear a bit about the the sort of customer side of things and, and, and the impact that it's made in those kind of conversations. But first, Gareth, did you want to talk a bit about um, how you actually use the business technology platform to help you with this sort of evolution of the idea and as the building blocks, as it were? Yeah, absolutely, Adam. And again, there's a few repeating themes here. So if I, if I step back and, you know, when I'm working with customers to help them adopt and understand and really get, you know, value from business technology platform what what one of the one of the sort of points i make or, or the kind of uh, statements is that if you think back to the time of the netweaver platform and sort of the, what i often lovingly refer to as sort of the old world of sap tech and consider some of the things you wanted to do the the ideas for innovation the solutions you wanted to build and maybe you couldn't quite get there or you couldn't quite achieve them or or you sort of got so far down the journey but hit a hit a bit of a dead end then then Somewhat flippantly, BTP is is arguably the answer to a lot of that, and enables you to kind of deliver that innovation, achieve the solutions, and and the different ways of um, driving value and releasing results into the business. And, and I think that that's that's really been reinforced with with our evolution from social collaboration through to what what is now the proximity monitor, and of course, as as, as Chris has described, with our uh, ambitions and the potential to drive it forward. So, you know, if I look at some of the core building blocks, again, we, we've touched them on, on them already, the ability to have mobile applications, the ability to kind of take analytics and lay them on top, um, the ability to use other elements of the SAP landscape, like Qualtrics, et cetera, that, that, that was kind of the, the underlying architecture or pattern, if you like. And, and we've gradually been able to, shall we say, take pieces out and put other pieces in, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about Forkbeard in terms of the, the Bluetooth tracking and the, the you know, the hyper-local kind of data gathering. And, and I, I guess at its core and, you know, stepping away from, from acronyms and maybe into a few buzzwords for a moment, but we've had a core of kind of real microservices on, on BTP that have enabled that. And again, you know, we've been able to really rapidly change, move the feature set, but crucially, and, and, and you know, I, I can't, 
I can't undervalue this without having to rebuild the whole solution. That, um, you know, real componentization, that real sort of architectural granularity, if you like, of the capabilities has been really powerful. But then, of course, we, we've touched on the, the increasing growth of data collection, the fact that it's so scalable, the fact that, you know, we, we, we quite simply haven't had to worry about what happens if we go from, for example, a, a deployment where we've got 500 um, users or 500 devices to a deployment where maybe we're, we're blanketing a whole a whole state or a whole nation. We've got tens, if not hundreds of thousands of users. That's kind of all part and parcel. And that, that's been a really, um, a really liberating experience. You, you know, it's, it's not often when we're delivering innovation and delivering solutions with customers and into, as I say, enterprise and big business, that the pace of innovation and change is so rapid as it has had to have been within the context of, of COVID and of COVID, sorry, and of, of, of the pandemic. But, but, you know, it sounds like I'm gushing a little bit and I guess I am, but the, the business technology platform has just not failed us. Any ideas, any aspirations, anything we've tried to do, we, we've been able to. Um, that, that, you know, it, it, you just, as I say, you can't undervalue that kind of power. And Chris, we've, you've alluded um, earlier to some of these um, sort of end user and, and customer conversations that you've been having, but did you want to elaborate on those a bit more, provide a bit of uh, clarity on, on who you've been speaking to? Have there been any deployments to date um, that would kind of resonate with, with listeners? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, I think I think it's it's really important to bring out you know some of the clients we've been working with because they've been very varied actually and and in some ways um, clients that perhaps we wouldn't work with on an everyday basis you know in the technology space which I think is interesting from a both an EY and an SAP perspective. So in addition to clients where we're helping them around the traditional workplace. We've been working with several sports. We've been working with events. We've been working with hospitality. Uh, we've been working with education, particularly universities. So quite a wide variety of different clients that we're working with. And, and many of these clients are very high profile in the sector they operate in. The first client that we we, we collaborated with in a, in a meaningful way was the PGA European Tour, so uh, the golf, uh, which which when you get in, inside the ropes of the European Tour, you realise that it's, it's from a technology perspective, it's almost like a travelling smart city. You know, they move around from one venue to another, set up, uh, run the event, and then move on to another to, an, to another. Um, another location. So from a technology standpoint, um, there's a tremendous amount going on behind the scenes, which actually we were fortunate enough to see for ourselves at, 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 at close hand. And they they were very interested in our um, proximity monitor solution because their main agenda last year was trying to get uh, fans back in to, to, to watch events. And as we know, last year, that was a challenge for everybody, you know, that under lockdown rules in many countries, uh, that, that just wasn't possible. So the European tour used our solution to actually get visibility of what was going on in terms of the behavior of people 
at their event. So whether this was for the, you know, the people running the event, operating staff, whether it was for players, whether it was for um, volunteers, whether it was for support people in different, um, different, different work jobs they were doing, you know, they were, they were all included in the mix. And so basically we, we deployed a solution very, very quickly. And actually it's one thing that I should mention with the solution, which hasn't been uh, mentioned yet, that this solution can be deployed within days. Right. I mean, if I go back to when we did the final deployment uh, the European tour back in December last year in Dubai, actually, you know, we literally turned up on the Sunday, set up for a few days, testing on Wednesday and went live on Thursday for the four days of the event. And that was using the full capability of the, you know, the Bluetooth solution at the front end and the SAP dashboard and analytics um, at, the, at the back end. So very quick to um, implement because the whole solution is completely wireless. You know, from an SAP standpoint, we're providing the technology through the cloud platform and the, the wearable devices need deployment at the front end. So very, very quick to deploy uh, and completely wireless. But the European tour were amazed at the insights that we, we, we gave them. And, you know, they, 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 and actually it, it not only gave them comfort that, some of the protocols they were using to control COVID within the, the 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 event were working, you know. And actually, having seen what the European tour do, they take tremendous care around all the protocols to prevent COVID transmission, from testing to you know signage to enforcing the use of um, you know, sanitization and face masks. Really, really hot on that type of thing. And actually, proximity monitor was an it was an additional tool they were using to help that. So that was a, you know, I think the European tour has been a, you know, phenomenal, um, you know, client to collaborate with. And, and actually that was a centerpiece of the innovation award application, but we, but, you know, we've moved on from there. We're now do working with other diverse clients. Like at the moment, we're in the midst of supporting the Eurovision song contest, which this year is held in Rotterdam. So supporting a massive um, TV production event, which, you know, many many people listening to this will uh, be keen to watch every every year but it's our proximity monitor solution that is helping safeguard you, you know the production crew and the artists and all the support staff that make that event uh, happen um, I think probably one final thing that I've mentioned um, on a different theme would be with universities and here you know we've been working with the Technical University of Delft in uh, the Netherlands where they've taken uh, proximity monitor to help uh, make the um, you know the university you know safer and to reassure people that steps are being taken to uh, you know you know to to to, 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 to encourage them to be there. So whether it's in the library, whether it's in uh, halls that are taking exams, they're using proximity monitor to help make to help reassure people that they're there and can work in a safe environment. So I think Adam, probably a bit of a long talk through that, but you know, the, the list of clients is growing every single day. And, you know, we've gone from initial pilots with apparently the European tour or with a Premier League football club to a whole range of clients across a range of sectors. And quite honestly, every day, the list of clients that are interested in this uh, is growing and, and that's really great to see. No, it's fascinating. And um, like you say, it, it lends itself to so many different industries. I mean, I'm quite a big Formula One fan. You can see how this could work really well 
for when they're traveling across the globe, they're, they're essentially mini smart cities themselves um, for the duration of that weekend. So no, it's really great to hear that it's it's resonated from a customer perspective. Um, and also understand you've got to drink your own champagne as well, right? You're also using your own offices. Well, right? well, yeah. I mean, I mean, actually, it's a great point you mentioned there, and I, I you know, it's 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 a, um, wrong of me not to um, uh, have mentioned that, right? Because we we are as as um, as we like to say, drinking our own wine, and we've implemented proximity monitor at our head office um, in the UK at uh, in London and more london place and you know so when people do return to the office very shortly hopefully we'll return to the office shortly um they'll be greeted by proximity monitor as they they enter the building and um, i think i think that's a great um, point to make as well because clients do ask us well okay this solution sounds great but are you using it yourself and, and in the case of proximity monitor we can categorically say yes that is the case Great. And, and before we move on, Kate, I wanted to hand over to you. I, I think you wanted to talk a bit about that sort of DNA aspect of how we've sort of collaborated on this. It's, it's nothing new to, to yourself as a partner. So did you want to um, talk a bit, bit about that? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think it, it is really important to stress that that this innovation really is in our DNA. The innovation agenda isn't new to us or our customers, and it's definitely not new to our partnership with SAP. I mean, it's what we've always led with. It's how we operate What is important is just how we translate the value of this innovation to our customers and the wider market. And so in the midst of a global pandemic, we saw this opportunity to use innovation to help make a difference globally. But when I look back at what we've achieved with Project Incredible through to Proximity Monitor, I'm actually really proud to see just how this has evolved and and the good we've been able to do with it. I think EY strives to build a better working world and this, this really does resonate with our customers. Project's incredible. I mean, you've already piqued my interest with uh, <laughs> <laughs> the project. Incredible was was how it all began. Um, was was uh, the first phase essentially of, of proximity monitor, um, and that and and definitely a, an evolving of the social collaboration piece. Right. Well, very aptly named, that's for sure. So um, moving on to you, um, Sahail. Now we we've we've talked here about. I mean, this is a fantastic use case for um, not just collaboration with our partners, but also the innovation built on the technology platform. So from our side, what will SAP be doing next to kind of build upon this with EY to share the success? Thanks, Adam. And Kate just mentioned a few fantastic points there. You know, we've been speaking to EY and the team uh, in the past around different areas and different solutions. And we want to broaden this out, not just to individual solutions, but really the the whole of the business technology platform and how it underpins these solutions. You know, listening to Chris talk about some of those customer examples, I want to hone in in a few key areas of the conversation, um, which really resonated quite well for me. And I think for SAP in general, is is it really strikes at the heart of our strategy here. You know, we spoke about being able to find a platform to be able to develop agile applications in a number of days. And I think that the key here with the business technology platform is providing that open holistic layer to allow our customers and our partners like EY to enable that vision to success. And, you know, Gareth again spoke about the the history of the platform, you know, maybe finding roadblocks in the past, but using the BTP almost um, as a revelation, as you said, Gareth, um, 
you know, this new technology now allows you to be able to deliver on that vision incredibly quickly. And that comes back to the heart of the COVID-19 social collaboration. That's what we saw uh, when we interacted with you as a team. It's, it's that ability to bring together that vision and execute using that knowledge that you built on top of the platform. You know, starting with those modular aspects of IP that you developed, and they, they may have been in the data space, they may have been in the integration space, but bringing them together with the innovation space. You know, there was a really important mention of uh, the partner fork bid. And that again strikes to one of the key things that SAP is doing with the business technology platform, and that's the openness and the interoperability. It's really key here that this isn't just a platform for SAP to SAP. Our customers, our partners, we're using SAP in a broad ecosystem. And the key behind the success of the business technology platform is that openness and that interoperability. The next step, um, as I said, is just to broaden that story out. We've got a number of uh, different stories cooking um, with Gareth, Kate and the team. And uh, we're really excited to start to showcase this story end to end about how the platform can start working for our customers and our partners like EY. Yeah, I mean, look, it's been a great conversation so far. And I just want to touch upon something Gareth said earlier on. I mean, certainly over the last year or so, if, if we learn anything, it's about how our customers need to be able to adapt in a very sort of changing market dynamic. They need to be agile. And I think the key thing for me really is, you know, we need to help our customers gain insight into action, you know, very quickly, whether that's through data and analytics, whether that's through application development and, and some of the examples that Chris highlighted as well. It's a tremendous uh, way of showcasing how the business technology platform is that unified platform that has enabled the likes of EY and other partners to very quickly build these type of applications and, and really help our customer and ecosystem during these, during these challenging times. And I mean, from, from, from my perspective, moving on here as well, you know, when we think about the business technology platform as a whole, it's a unified platform that will enable a lot of the customers to be able to jumpstart the acceleration to the innovation. And, and the business technology platform is the guiding foundation of SAP's intelligent enterprise as well. So it's fantastic to see the great work that we're doing with, with EY and looking forward to the great collaboration going forward as well. So Gareth, we've heard here about some of the great progress that you've made in this area with, with the business technology platform, but what do you see as the future direction for yourselves in this space? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question, Adam. I, I think, you know, we, we've talked a lot already. Kate mentioned how innovation is in our is it, it's in our DNA, what we do at EY Agility Works. It's how we've operated with customers and it's how we how we continue to deliver value with them. You, you know, I, I think there's always going to be customers who will need to solve specific problems. You know, they'll need to respond to demands or changing demands, as, as, as Umar alluded, that uh, adaptability is really critical. But let's not forget that, you know, in this context, organizations, the clients we work with, they have big, they have complex SAP landscapes. They've got all sorts of SAP software from different eras, different capabilities. You know, some are on premise, some are in the cloud. Maybe they've got customer platforms. They've got supply chain platforms. And of course, all the big core ERP. And, and you know, many of them are, are on their journey towards the latest and greatest S4 HANA. But in and around all of that, there's a lot of um, what we call white space area of opportunity to kind of deliver value immediately. And, and you know, we, we, we've had great experience with a lot of our customers who have been on that long term transformation journey, you know, considering or, or actually delivering their move to S4 HANA. But BTP is there. It, it sits and, and, and it offers that value in parallel. Lots of our customers use the, the BTP capabilities to deliver, for example, 
analytic solutions and insight on their existing landscape, but that evolves and it, and it kind of adapts as they gradually move across to maybe the new S4, C4 capabilities. Um, and, and, you know, that that's really, really powerful. It brings together, I guess, our, our secret source or our DNA, as Kate said, around innovation, but it really dovetails it nicely into the big challenges, the big business problems that, that many SAP clients face. Um, and, and, you know, let's be realistic, as we, as we start to emerge from um, the COVID pandemic, and I, I think there's been a, a real um, moment for many organizations, a, a realization that that agility, that ability to adapt and deliver digital solutions, to deliver innovation rapidly, is more important than ever. You know, the move to, you know, working from home, people physically no longer co-located, customers, users, your partners, all that, the sort of the, the need to connect those individuals and really build up your, your network of partners and customers and systems. That's exactly what BTP offers. That's the, I guess, if you distill down, Adam, your mention of the intelligent enterprise earlier, that, that's exactly what, what BTP has been built and has, and has evolved to deliver. So, so that's exactly where we see our customers going. That's exactly what we'll continue to do. Uh, and, and, you know, Kate, I know you've got a bit of a view on, on where this heads in terms of our partnership and our work with, with BTP. Yeah, absolutely, Gareth. And as you said, we've, we've definitely recognised the value of BTP for some time now. And more importantly, our customers are already receiving the value from BTP. So we're keen to continue driving this message into the market with SAP. Um, Real value in delivering definitely needs collaboration, everything from product through to market um, and customer engagement as well. So again, with the example of Proximity Monitor, this BTP-enabled innovation has definitely allowed for real differentiation between SAP, EY and Forkbid, and we're definitely looking forward to continuing this journey. So before we, we wrap up um, the episode today, Chris, what's next for Proximity Monitor? I mean, anything new in terms of innovations that we, we should be seeing um, in the pipeline? Yeah, yeah. Well, indeed, yes. I mean, for me, you know, my my focus and bag is is uh, is proximity monitor. That is what I, I I kind of do all day, really. And there is a tremendous amount of new ideas, innovation going on. I think I think one thing that the you know the COVID pandemic has changed is is really the speed with which innovation happens. You know, I think if you think back twelve months and all the things that have happened from a technological perspective, you know the the, the, the very rapid development of new vaccines, the contact tracing solutions, um, you know, the mass testing, all these things have, you know, happened at a speed which, you know, has been quite unbelievable. You know, if you were talking to somebody uh, 18 months ago about uh, what has happened, they probably wouldn't believe you really. And, and, I, and I really think that's going to underpin how we go forward. So for me, innovation is going to be the lifeblood of you know, many of the offerings that EY and SAP take to market. And that's going to need rapid response times in terms of development, rapid response in terms of taking them to market. And also, I think in terms of delivery as well, you know, I think clients are, are less likely now talking about projects that go on for two or three years, but actually want things done in 
two or three months, or in some in our case, a proximity monitor, two or three weeks. So I think the whole pace has changed. Um, but I think in terms of proximity monitor, as I, I, I probably mentioned earlier on, you know, I think the the use cases are developing all the time. We're being driven there by clients who, um, you know, once they get familiar with uh, the solution, uh, start to realize that it can help them solve many, many different business problems. I do think in the immediate uh, future, I do think the whole area of uh, space management is is going to come very much to the fore. So really linked to the agenda of people starting to work, return to work, return to uh, you know events, return to sports, and that type of thing. I I, I think space management and monitoring what is going on within a space where people gather, I think is going to be just just so important. And I think there'll be many use cases that just come out of that whole whole theme as people gradually turn to work. I think there's also um, another area that we've been working quite closely with SAP on, especially in, in recent months and years, is the sustainability angle and the sustainability agenda too, right? So I think as we move closer to, to lockdown lifting um, and, and hopefully we're moving closer to a new normal new normality. Um, as Chris says, this, this has absolute use cases in, in the new world, right? And, and sustainability is absolutely playing a big part in that. So, so this is definitely uh, an angle that we're looking to develop further and, and something we're looking at with SAP. Yeah, that's a, a great point, Kate. I think, you know, one of the things that we've had as a, as a golden thread throughout our conversation here is, you know, the ability to very quickly create applications, the ability to very quickly work with clients on um, really big topics like sustainability. And I think, you know, just to close out some of the comments here, the business technology platform, as we've mentioned throughout the conversation, really is that underpinning and underlying foundational element, which allows us to really start to deliver on these promises that we're making with our customers and our clients. And I think what's what's important for the broader audience is to understand that from an SAP perspective, our strategic imperative is to deliver those new services on the business technology platform. And as we've talked about throughout this conversation, those services can be consumed and are designed to be consumed in tandem with all of the microservices already on the platform. And that makes a significant difference when you're looking to uh, maybe start to create a new use case or start to evolve and adapt the use case, the ability to consume these innovations as they're released by SAP and as they're designed to work together really starts to make a difference in these different spaces. And again, super proud to work with partners like yourself who have, you know, tripping over a string of awards in this space. And it's great and fantastic to see all that hard work um, coming to fruition. Well, I couldn't think of a better point to finish on. So thanks very much for that. Really appreciate everyone's time on this episode. Please check out the show notes if you'd like to read up more about the new proximity monitor solution that we've covered today. And thanks everyone for joining us. Catch up with you soon.